Okay. Three, two, one. All right. Welcome to the podcast. This is Do You Know the Mob? I'm your co-host, Sam Braden, alongside my partner in crime. Brandon Ellis. See what I did there? Partner in crime. <laughs> partner in crime. Very, very good. Very nice. Yeah, I love it. So, as always, we have to line the mood before we get into the, the gritty, dirty, uh, awful mobsters we talk about here. <laughs> um, so, I wanted to play a little game with you. It's, uh, it's called Internet Trends. Okay, Brandon? So, Internet Trends, as you know, big thing in the past decade or so. So, with... Uh, internet trends what i'm going to do is i'm going to name the internet trend and i want you to guess the year at its like peak or height really when it started is is what i'm looking for and i'll give you a hint this won't be a very good hit they are anywhere from 2010 to now (laughs) but it's probably not that helpful because i would be more shocked if you said 1980 i'd probably be like brandon what are you doing well it's in my lifetime so that's the important thing that's right that's right (laughs) so First one, we'll start off with one we all know and love, or at least millennials do, planking. Now, if I remember correctly, that was in the little-known TV show, The Office. Yeah, uh, little-known TV show. Specifically the American show. version, yes. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with 2012. This one really kind of makes you take a step back, like, oh, I'm getting old. Because I remember doing this as a kid. Uh, you were really close. 2011. Really close. It's a good abductor workout as well. <laughs> <laughs> um, have you? What's your best play, like, place you've ever planked? Can you think of any good ones? Well, I remember back in the days being cross-countries all over the place. But yeah. I think I planked on top of a wall one time. But yeah. It was like a wall that was like... T- Three feet high. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> I think once I did a refrigerator. It's impressive. <laughs> uh, you know, <laughs> just enough for the photo, right? Just enough for the photo. <laughs> Gotta do it for the grand. That's, that's the all it's say. for, really, yeah. All right, so here's, here is uh, another Um. So we, here's another one. So we have, uh, this one, um, this is going to help you out a little bit. We were in college together. So if this kind of helps you out with it. I remember this is actually, yeah, well, well, I should probably save it, but Ice Bucket Challenge. Ice Bucket Challenge. Oh. I probably gave away a lot because I'm pretty sure this is like my first week of knowing Brandon. <laughs> I, I definitely did this at one point, mm-hmm. um, and, but I don't think I post on social media because I don't want the world to look at me. Because you're, <laughs> you're not trendy, big ego like I'm every not, millennial. I'm not, I'm not trendy enough. I don't have enough followers on the gram. Uh, I'm going to go with 2014. You got it. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> so, no, no, seriously, folks, I remember Brandon and some other friends were going to do the ice bucket challenge on me, and they basically missed. Like, we went, like, way too high of a place for you to do it, and you, like, barely got me, and I was really happy and relieved because I didn't want to be freezing to death. <laughs> May have been hazing. <laughs> May have been. Freshman hazing. I was a freshman. And you were a sophomore. That was the ice bucket challenge. All right, here's a good one. I uh, wonder if you did this one, Gangnam Style, the famous song Gangnam Style oh with my. the dance. I almost fell in my chair right there because that was a blast from the past. <laughs> Just brings you back. <laughs> Gosh, that was that was that was a good one. I want to go 2011. You were really close again. You're really, I think, putting matching it to high school and college helps. Mm-hmm. Once you come an adult, you just kind of forget. It was 2012. Ooh. 2012. Yep, yep. And then, um, oh, here's a funny one. 
kids these days. Uh, what's this blame generation? Uh, is it Z? Is that what's after us? It's the Let's one blame them us. for this one. Tide Pod Challenge. The Tide Pod <laughs> Challenge. <laughs> that should not be an internet trend. But anyways. That's when you know brain cells never really develop at a certain <laughs> point. <laughs> so when do you think the Tide Pod Challenge was? Oh I, I hope you didn't participate in this one. Oh my gosh, I don't think so. I, f- I feel like you and I have done a lot of dumb things, but... <laughs> I value my taste buds. I'm going to go 2016. Okay, it was 2018. Oh, 2018 gosh. was the, the beginning and the height, and hopefully the decline of the Tide Pod Challenge. Didn't they have to start putting, like, do not eat these, please? Yeah, I remember <laughs> there were some jokes about that. Don't eat these on, like, YouTube or something like that. Brandon, I remember you studied history at Milligan, and you were considering um, going into, like, law, maybe. And I just, oh, it made me cringe being in business law and seeing, like, the labels I had to put on these things because people were, I was like, take some personal responsibility. If you're going to eat this, you don't deserve to sue for money. Just, oh. I know natural selection is a scientific <laughs> term based off of animals going extinct like that or something like that, but I think it's still alive and well with human beings. And I know there's more details into it, but, like, McDonald's, the hot, co- coffee's hot. Well, <laughs> yeah. I like my coffee ice cold. <laughs> Um, okay, here's a here's a good one. It's uh, one that I caught on to later. The bottle flip challenge. When you flip the water bottle, the bottle flip challenge. That that I really did appreciate that one, mostly mm. because YouTube was my uh, place I spent a lot of time. Too much. <laughs> I'm glad we used our time so wisely. 2015. Uh, 2016. 2016. You were really you're really just off one one year almost all the time. It's okay. I've got one. That I'm gonna, I'm just gonna hand to you. This is gonna be so good. This is gonna be so good. Ready? The Pokemon Go trend. Pokemon Go. I know you probably didn't play it, but Pokemon Go. You okay. can do this. I think I got this one because I think I remember visiting one of our teammates when it was big mm-hmm. in Kansas City, and everyone was walking around this block looking at their phones. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go 2015. Oh, 2016. Dang it. 2016. <laughs> Which did it ever really go away? <laughs> no, I saw some point yesterday. <laughs> All right. So the last one. The last one. Um, actually, I'm going to do two more. I'm going to do two more, okay? Uh, one of them, I want to do Harlem Shake. Harlem Shake. Yeah, this one might bring you back a little bit. Uh, Harlem Shake. 2014. 2013. Dude, oh. you were just... We should have, like, staged this so you could have got it. You're just <laughs> off by one time. All right, last one. Last one. It might be tough as well, but we'll try it. The Mannequin Challenge. Oh, the mannequin. Yeah, I know. This one I wouldn't have gotten, I honestly. don't know if I'm going to get this one. I'm just going to shoot in the dark. Uh, Do let's it. go 2014. Oh, 2016. 2016. Oh, way off that one. So that's all right, though. Yeah, so anyways, those are the internet challenges to bring you back. But uh, let's get back to the reality of our show. We're going to go with our episode two, Al Capone, a.k.a. Scarface. And we'll get into why Al Capone uh, has the nickname Scarface. But Al Capone's a big deal for me and Brandon because we live in Johnson City, Tennessee. And Brandon, I don't know if you noticed or not, but John City, John City has a nickname. Has a nickname from its past. Not really used much anymore. Uh, do you know what that nickname is? I saw him a t-shirt one time <laughs> way back in the day. Yes, I have heard of it before. Okay. It's Little Chicago. Little Chicago. And the reason... Um, we actually have a tattoo place in Little Chicago, <laughs> too, don't we? But the reason is because when Al Capone was escaping from the Midwest or the Northeast and going to Florida, he would stop in Johnson City halfway. 
So I thought it was kind of interesting on his way to Florida. You know, it seems like a lot of these gang members, they kind of do their hideouts in Arizona or Florida, the South. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, it's a, it's a good place. We're not talking about John C., Texas. We're talking about John C., Tennessee. That's right. Johnson C., Tennessee. So, um, so Alfonso Capone was a Northeast guy. He was born in Brooklyn, New York on January 17th, 1899. He was a second generation immigrant as his parents moved from Italy. So, you know. Hate to be the stereotype, but the Italian mafia. <laughs> and Cal, uh, Capone was one of nine children. All right. So we're talking early 1900s. There's going to be a lot, a lot of kids going around. <laughs> um, Al Capone dropped out of school in sixth grade after hitting his teacher. So we can only think this kid's going places. <laughs> so he, his teacher uh, just left. I like how it said dropped out as if he wasn't kicked out. <laughs> his choice, his decision. Um, so Al Capone jumped to several different jobs during his time, uh, you know, I guess trying to be employed and not, uh, being a mobster yet or just not being a kid. (laughs) So he went from candy store clerk to a bowling alley pin boy. So I guess I never really thought about that. Those machines that get that, the bowling pins, I guess, is there a time that people just set them up <laughs> i guess so i mean i wonder if people are getting upset then too when their jobs are getting phased out by machines oh yeah oh yeah, yeah um he also worked at an ammunition plant as a laborer and he was a book binder book binder cutter cutter book bindery cutter so lots of different jobs hey he's, he's jumping around just like john dillinger must be a watch out for the people that keep moving jobs <laughs> i think brandon was once that guy watch out watch out That's true i got married instead so <laughs> uh, you had to choose one or the other crime or marriage <laughs> saved by god's grace <laughs> so um just like Dillinger, he was part of some of the some of the kid gangs growing up and they would do petty crimes um and the two he was associated with uh al capone was associated with the South Brooklyn Rippers, ooh, that does not sound good, and the 40 Thieves Juniors, okay? And it was mostly like vandalism, theft, things like that, right? Eventually, Capone found a new gang, though, called the Five Points, where he would meet his lifelong mentor, Johnny Torrio. You can only imagine when these mobsters find a, a mentor. It's just going to really a role model to look after. So... Torrio's associate was Frankie Yale at the brothel salon, okay? One time at the salon, called the Harvard Inn, Capone made a crude comment to a guy's sister. The gentleman, Frank Lucio, responded by slashing Capone's face on the left cheek. This is how Al Capone got his nickname, Scarface. Now, Brandon, I don't know if you know this or not, but the mobsters, they just, a bunch of them... That you'll see a common trend, nicknames. <laughs> so we'll put him on our podcast title even, but nicknames is a is a big thing. So his was a little more easy to figure out, Al Capone's Scarface. Um, another time, Cal po- Al Capone shot the winner of a craps game. <laughs> he wasn't arrested because there were no witnesses there, of course. No witnesses in quotes. <laughs> um, Capone was Torrio's right-hand man, and the main source of business was taking advantage of the black market on the Prohibition uh, Amendment. So during Prohibition, these mobsters, a lot of them got going just by, you know, bootlegging, uh, alcohol, that kind of thing. <clears throat> and uh, this involved illegal brewing, distilling, and distribution of beer and liquor. So quite a market out there, <laughs> as you can imagine. Um, Capone eventually became the ringleader with Torrio and stepped down from running the gang after almost being assassinated. So a lot of this whole, like, I'm going to take up the lead guy so I could be the head of the game. (laughs) 
Um, and I think this happened a lot in the New York City, particularly. Um, so Capone gained a ruthless reputation as rival gangs were being brought down or shut down by Capone's crew. Okay, so if a gang gets in, you know, like their territory, they're very territorial. You get in our territory, we're going to shut you down or, you know, <laughs> take that as what you want. So Al Capone was arguably the most notorious mobster from 1925 to 1929. The big game changer was the St. Valentine's Day Massacre, <laughs> 1929. Ironically, Al Capone was not there, okay? The rival gang of his was machine gunned down in a garage, and supposedly Al Capone um, administered it, or he was blamed for it because it was his crew that did that to them. But Al Capone was in Florida. But the authorities, you know, were suspecting him and everything of having to do something with it. But they couldn't prove it, all right? Just one month later, though, and Capone was arrested for failing to answer a subpoena, okay? So they kind of got Al Capone for, um, you know, different miscellaneous charges. You'll kind of see Al Capone's downfall was, ironically, tax evasion. <laughs> Which I think you see that with these gang members. Uh, just, uh, yeah, if you don't do your taxes, that's one easy way to get them. <laughs> Um, so when Al Capone was in Philadelphia, he ended up serving nine months in prison for carrying a concealed weapon. Once Al Capone got out, his troubles were far from over. The feds had been building up the case on tax fraud, like I said to you, and, um, and through all the legal prostitution, gambling, bootlegging distribution, selling alcohol, and taxes. That's quite a rap sheet. <laughs> it's kind of ironic taxes are the thing that, that got out of all that. But, um... So Capone was sent to the famous island prison called Alcatraz. Now, Brandon, what's the nickname of Alcatraz? Oh, is it The Rock? Yes, The Rock. <laughs> I love that movie, by the way. So, Brandon, can you tell the fans a little bit about Alcatraz and why it's famous and Al Capone's fine stay there? <laughs> yeah, so Alcatraz is an island, if I remember correctly, in San Francisco Bay, mm -hmm. right? Yep. It was opened in the 30s and closed in the 60s, and it was built to house kind of a maximal state prison for people of ill repute. Um, it's actually also been in quite a few famous movies you may have seen. Mm -hmm. uh, one of the more famous is called Catch Me If You Can, uh, which is about a guy who got stuck there after he'd been acting like different people in Anyway, mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. also the Book of Eli was filmed there, and there's the famous movie Escape from Alcatraz. Yeah, yeah. And I like The Rock with, uh, oh, what's it, Sean Connery oh, and yeah. Nicolas Cage. That's my favorite, too. That's just a classic. Just a lot of fame. I actually was near Alcatraz, but I couldn't go to it because you got to like get tickets in advance. It's, it's a popular site to see. Um, but so for 11 years uh, in Alcatraz, uh, the mobster Al Capone was there and he was the most notorious prisoner supposedly there and unfortunately for him he was infected with syphilis <laughs> and it caused him mental and physical issues for the rest of his life so uh yeah what comes around goes around <laughs> stay faithful ladies that's that's the, that's the uh that's the gift that keeps on giving <laughs> oh, so um so he spent his time there he went back to florida and they said like his family said things were never right with him and he actually died at 48 years old um so and and that's that was kind of the end of the al capone story so kind of short but just very ruthless for a short time on top of the new york city mob and you know his stay at florida but uh, alcatraz we'll see that with a few other mobsters in later podcasts but sometimes that's where they decide to put him uh the isolated 
prison on an island. <laughs> so I'm your, uh, that's it for Do You Know the Mob? I'm the co-host, Sam Bren. And this is Bren Ellis. Signing out.